welcome to day 29 and chapter 29. This chapter 2 is filled with wonderful proverbs, but let us look at verse 6 in particular for our meditation today. Verse 6 Evil people are trapped by their sin, but the righteous escape shouting for joy. Evil people are trapped by their sin, but the righteous escape shouting for joy. Now the word sin comes from the Greek word hamatia. The word hamatia derives from a technical word used in archery. It literally means to miss the mark. And the Bible says all have sinned and have missed the mark and have come short of the glory of God. Now, of course, sin resides in each of us, doesn't it? Irrespective of our nationality, our ethnicity, our education, our sophistication, or even our age for that matter. Each of us are susceptible to it. You see, whenever Kevin and Gracie has lied to me, I've often thought, my God, I have not taught them to lie. Tell me who of us as parents would have ever taught our children to lie? But have you realized how good they are at it? It's like it comes natural to them. And believe me, it comes natural to each one of us. While of course there are many different manifestations of sin, they are all rooted in the initial disobedience of Adam and Eve in the garden. And like it or not, it is passed on to each one of us. We all have it in each of us. So what is sin? First, sin is a failure to keep God's law. When we fail to keep God's law is when it leads us into lawlessness. Second, sin is the lack of God's righteousness, which leads us to unrighteousness or leads us to live a life that is unrighteous before the Lord. And third, sin is an absence of reverence of God, which leads us to the abomination of God. In short, sin is any human action that fails to glorify the Lord fully. Sin is any human action that fails to glorify the Lord fully. It is Abby MacDonald who wrote a few ways sin entrap us. Well, what are they? First, we compare our sin to others. We compare our sin to others. In short, we compare our bad to someone else's bad and we say, oh well, his bad is more bad than mine, so I'm not at all that bad. We compare our sin to others. Second, we think we are not hurting anyone else. But that's far from the truth, isn't it? You are hurting yourself, you are hurting others, and you are hurting God when you and I are in sin. Third, we twist God's word when we are in sin. Oftentimes, we do this to legitimize our sins. We twist God's word. Third, we believe we can repent later and change our ways when we are in sin. But the Bible says today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of repentance. And fifth, we keep it hidden so that no one will know. We keep our sins hidden so that no one will know. Now that's not true either. Now the thing with sin is, it loves being in the dark. Six, we use God's grace as an excuse. We say God is all understanding. He will forgive me again and again. Seventh, we might say, well, God wants me to have the sin in my life. In short, we spiritualize our sins. Eighth, we believe we have gone too far from God in our sin and there is no way back. Now, that's not true either. The psalmist says, where can I go from the presence of God? He is everywhere. He is just a call away. And when we call on to him, the Lord forgives us. Evil people are trapped by their sins, but the righteous people escape. Well, how do the righteous escape? They escape by recognizing the reality of sin in their lives. They know that sin crouches at their door. They know that sin seeks to devour and destroy. But they also know that Jesus offers them the way. They escape. In fact, 1 Corinthians 10 13 says, But when you are tempted, He, God, will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. 
We call on to the name of the Lord and he comes to save us. So may I ask you today, do you compare your sin with others? Do you think you're not hurting anyone by sinning? Are you twisting God's word to suit your ways by any chance? Are you thinking of repenting later and enjoying uh, being in the sin? Are there some parts of your life that are still in the dark and no one knows about it? Do you use God's grace as an excuse or do you think God has allowed you to have the sin in your life and is gracious enough to cover you up? Listen, if you're a child of God, you will never be happy in sin, said Charles Spurgeon. If you're a child of God, you will never be happy in sin. You will do whatever that is in your capacity to wriggle out of the sin that you are caught up in. If you're a child of God, you will never, never be happy in sin. Sin is any human action that fails to glorify the Lord fully. But shall we pray in the light of what we have heard today? Heavenly Father, an evil man is snared by his own sin, but a righteous man can sing and he can be glad. So dear Lord, as I walk this pilgrim's way, I will run the risk of being ensnared every day. I know it, O oh Lord, but I pray may I never be ensnared by my own sin. May I rather be the one who rejoices, the one who sings and the one who is glad because I fear God and seek your glory in my life and through my life all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.